while we just go to the third verse. Master, the terror is over, the elements sweetly rest. Her son in the calm lake is mirrored, and heaven's within my breast. Linger, O oh blessed Redeemer, leave me alone no more, and with joy I will be number 587. <laughs> Good evening, church family. I want you to think for a moment. I want you to think of the best family trip vacation you've been on. The best family trip vacation you've been on. Where did you go? Where was it? What did you do? The reason why I ask that, in Luke chapter 2, verse 41, Jesus takes a trip at age 12. He travels to Jerusalem for the Feast of Passover, and Jesus did this every single year. He would travel to the Passover. And when it was over, they would leave the home. I mean, they, they would leave to go home. But this time, it was different. Jesus decided to stay back in Jerusalem. And his parents didn't know about it. His parents were thinking that he was somewhere with friends. And they traveled the whole day and didn't realize that Jesus wasn't with them. And when they figured out that Jesus wasn't with them, they start panicking and they start looking among relatives and neighbors and they still couldn't find him, so they head back to, to uh, Jerusalem to go look for him. Now, what do you think of Jesus' behavior in that story? Did he, did he disobey his parents? Was he oblivious to his parents? Did he behave like an average 12-year-old? Or would you say that he put his heavenly father's concerns before his parents? The story continues in verse 46. It says, the next day they found him in the temple, and he was seated among all the teachers there. He was listening to them and asking questions. And the teachers were amazed by him. They were taken by him. 
because of his sharpness, the way he answered the questions. Now, one thing in verse 46 I want you to notice there is that he says that he was listening and answering and asking questions as a 12-year-old. That's the part that catches me in this story, is that it is so important for us as Christians to listen first. It's part of our, it's part of, if you want to be a leader within the congregation, or if you want to lead others to Christ, you must first listen. Here are some ways you can improve your listening skills. Always, always make eye contact. Don't look at your shoes. Don't play with something in your hand. Always make eye contact. Visualize what the speaker is saying. Limit judgment. Don't go into that conversation judging that particular person. Wait for a pause to ask questions and don't interrupt. Sympathize with the speaker. Show them that you care, that you are listening to what they are saying. And pay attention to nonverbal cues. Pay attention if their arms are crossed. Pay attention if they're pacing back and forth. If they're nervous, try to calm them down by listening to them. Provide the speaker with feedback. Let them know that you are listening. There's nothing rude about repeating what someone is saying. It shows that you are listening to to that person and you care about what that person is saying. And always, always provide positive feedback. So important for us to practice listening. As you read on in verse 48 in the story says that Jesus' parents, they, they were not impressed that Jesus was listening and asking questions because they were hurt and they were upset. Have you ever lost somebody before? Now, I've never lost one of my kids. Thomas will say I forgot him, but, but we didn't. But we did lose twice a nephew at Disney World and also at the beach. And if you've ever lost somebody, I mean, my heart felt like it was going to beat out of my chest. You frantically panic. You think of the worst things or the first things that come to your head. It is hard. It is hard to sit there and focus when you find that particular 
kid because they, you would do the same thing that Jesus' parents do here. They say, where were you? What are you doing? And Jesus says in 49 through, through 50, he says, why were you looking for me? Didn't you know I had to be here about my father's business? And Jesus' parents had no idea what he was talking about. Were they listening? They didn't understand. You see, even at the age 12, Jesus was listening and asking questions. And he never grew out of that habit, even as an adult. You see, before we minister, we need to be ready. Or telling others about the kingdom, we need to be ready to listen. Jesus listened. That's how he won the hearts of the people he, he was talking to. He first used his ears before he started speaking to them. And James 1, verse 19 says, Dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. There is over 30 verses in the Bible that talk about listening. It's important that that's the first thing we do when we are ministering to others. Let's try that this week. Let's try to get better at listening. It's something that we could all improve on. Now, maybe you're here this evening and you need the prayers of the congregation. We're more than happy to pray for you. Lift your spirits up. Get you back on the right track. Or maybe you're not a Christian and you haven't been baptized. He commands you. He wants you to be a child of his. He wants you to be a child of his. Everything is ready. Why don't you come forward as we stand and sing?
Let's pray at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you for another day you've given us to live, for another many blessings that you've allowed us to have with, with jobs and homes and family and friends. And, and Father, we're thankful for the rain this day that you've given us. And Father, we pray that it didn't damage too much, but we do thank you for it and bless the way you bless us for the things we need. Father, we're thankful for this time together again as we come to study and, and Father, to so sing the songs to glorify your name and, and be together as, as a family, Father, of brothers and sisters. And Father, we're thankful for each family that's here, those visiting with us and those that are here. And Father, we just pray for those who aren't here that you will bless them and, and help them in any way that they have need. But help us, Father, to, to regain um, our attendance back, Father, and uh, get over the COVID issue, Father, to where people feel more relaxed about being here and, and Father, can be together to encourage each other as we have in the past. Father, we do pray for those who were mentioned tonight that you will bless them, that you will be with Charlie and with Martha Bozo, Father, and that you be with Steve Ware, bless him, and Peg's sister. And, Father, we have so many that need you, and you're there for so many of us, and you've helped so many to improve, like Yvonne Cornell and, and Kevin Harvey and others. Father, we just pray that you continue to bless them. Father, bless us tonight in our classes. Bless those who teach, Father, those who prepared to teach, that they will know and be able to impart things to us, Father, that will help us to be more encouraged to, to talk to others and be more encouraged to encourage to live your life, live a life for you, Father. Bless us through the rest of this week, and, and bless us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.